MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 96 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Friday, everyone, and more importantly, happy Valentine's Day. Hope you guys have a, a nice steak dinner lined up for your uh, for your loved one tonight. Sweat some games and do something nice for uh, the one you love. Or uh, if you don't have anyone to love, you can just bet on games with me like, uh, like we always do. But uh, as always, guys, thank you for tuning in. Uh, today we have a really interesting day for Valentine's Day. I think um, on the surface, we'll talk about in a second here, why it's really, really important to be conscious of the betting calendar and be aware of what's going on, what's available, what sports are um, are currently in progress, and what games, not only uh, what games, but how many games are on the slate, because that can really um, kind of let you know where the market is going and how you can manip- manipulate the market, take advantage of the market, and basically operate with an increased edge. So uh, we'll get to, uh, in a second, why today I think is shaping up for a really good day uh, to bet against the public simply because there aren't many games to bet on. And as a result, you're going to have a lot of recreational bettors betting on these Ivy League games, these uh, MAAC games in college that uh, really they know nothing about. So we'll hit on that in a second. Uh, but as always, I uh, want to let you guys know we have so many great promotions going on right now at VEASAN. we got a ton going on across the board. The number one thing you got to do if you haven't done it yet is sign up for the newsletter, VEASAN.com newsletter. It's free. 
If you haven't done it yet, I don't know what the hell you're doing. You got to do it because uh, if you're listening to this podcast, it means you uh, you are a serious sports better or you're a new sports better who uh, wants to learn more. And the easiest thing is to get this newsletter sent to your email every single morning uh, for free. You wake up with it, have some coffee, have some cereal or eggs or whatever you have in the morning. Uh, maybe some yogurt and granola. Who knows? That's what my uh, that's what my mom loves. But um, wake up and get an update of what happened the previous night, as well as all the promotions that are going on, updates on sports betting legalization, horse racing from Ron Flatter, Jeff Siegel's best bets, all the um, expert picks, everything we offer is in this morning email. Uh, and I have a daily article called the Market Insights column, where basically I just uh, kind of hit on a topic that's important to know and break down some games, do some um, game breakdowns, letting you know where early smart money the night before has been going. Uh, so yeah, beaston.com slash newsletter. And if you want to give us a shot and really see what we have to offer, you can sign up for a VEASAN membership, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You'll get access to every point spread weekly magazine, every betting guide we do every afternoon email that details every single best bet, uh, best picks of the day from all of our experts and all of our handicappers and all the, um, awesome guests we have that come on, uh, all the different shows throughout the day. So that's really, really important. I think it's uh, hugely beneficial to kind of see where you overlap or maybe see where um, you're the same or different on a play and kind of makes you uh, more confident or makes you double-check a game. So I think it's really, really helpful as one of the boxes to check off. Uh, I'm not going to lie, there are some guys on there who are so sharp that uh, if you even want to follow them blindly, I can't, uh, I can't, I can't argue with you. Um, so, uh, yeah, beaston.com slash subscribe. Do a seven-day free trial. And also we have points for weekly out came out uh, two days ago. If you are getting ready for the Daytona 500, if you like NASCAR, also if you are into the XFL, we have MLB as well, golf, MMA, we got everything covered. So uh, you can sign up um, at vison.com slash subscribe. Uh, but let's talk about today and why today is important. And I think why we're in a good position today. So right off the bat, guys, uh, pretty good day yesterday in the NBA. It was an awesome clean sweep. Uh, nice 4-0 here. Our number one contrarian play of the day, Oklahoma City Thunder, only getting a third of bets, inflated line, inflated lines. You hear me talk about that a lot, but you can only do it heavily bet games where the, the public is super lopsided, moving that number, giving you a better number. But Pelicans went from minus 2 to minus 3.5. OKC was in a really undervalued spot with an inflated line. Books are saying it should be you know around a two-point game. Now you're getting a point and a half just by backing the unpopular opinion. So OKC won straight up, 123-118. Great hit there. Uh, I also, I'm not sure if anyone took the over Zion points, but um, I know I'm a sucker, but I'm taking a lot of his overs for points. I think uh, one book I had bet online is, will he get at least 21 points? I think it was minus 200. At least 22 points is like minus 180. And it kept going down and down. I, I did at least 24. I think it was around minus 115. So if he had 32, nice hit last night. Uh, but also the over. The overs continue to crush, my friends. Uh, 231.5 up to 234.5. That one sailed over, so I think the key here is these uh, non-division overs. If it's in the same division, I tend to lay off these overs, even though um, you know they've been done really well this year. But uh, if you get away from that familiarity, as long as you're not in the same division, the totals on the rise. Uh, overs continue to crush; they're almost at 53% now. And then uh, Clippers Celts, uh, great spot there on the Celts. Got a little worried late because that line got up to two and got down to a pick 'em, and then went back up to one. But Celtics did have that. Great uh, system, a favorite coming off a 10-point loss or more, uh, about 56% this year, ATS. And Celtics rolled in double overtime. Great game if you're able to watch it. And boy, did that overhit, uh, 227 up to 228. So uh, nice nice 4-0 in the NBA. Um, but I think the key here is that tonight there is no NBA. 
And as a result, you know, what's going to happen here is the public is going to say, okay, um, I love betting. Betting is being legalized everywhere. I need action today. Um, I know it's Valentine's Day, but after after you do something sweet with your loved one and you want to bet on games, what are you going to do? You only really have one place to go. You know, there's four NHL games, but the public doesn't bet NHL, so they're all going to go to college. And the thing about college on a Friday night, number one is there's only 16 games. So right off the bat, with only 16 games, no NBA, no one's betting NHL, you don't have XFL till tomorrow. The only game in town tonight is college hoops. So as a result, what you're going to do is you're going to bet on these college basketball games that you really know nothing about. These MAAC games, these Ivy League games, these small conference games. You know, it's not like Kansas is playing Duke. You know, know, people may have a feel for these big-name schools, these ranked schools, but they got no idea when it comes to these Ryder versus Siena matchups, these Illinois-Chicago versus Wright State, uh, Columbia versus Dartmouth, Fairfield versus Marist. Uh, Manhattan versus Iona. They got no idea about this. So as a result, are they going to lay off because they have no idea? No, they're going to bet it. Of course they're going to bet it. And what are they going to do? They're going to go off one loss records, whoever has the better record. They're going to take home teams, favorites. They're going to take overs. And as a result, you have a, a kind of a, a huge influx of casual money coming into this market tonight, and all the ticket counts are going to get higher. There's going to be more contrarian value. The odds makers set these lines knowing that the public's going to get down on these games without knowing a thing about either team. Uh, with, and they're going to bet based on their on their bias and their gut instinct, so we can take advantage of a, uh, a soft market that's really exploitable tonight. Um, so I think this is, and, and obviously following line movement, which is you know caused by sharps, not by squares or recreational betters, um, is going to be the key, especially with these matchups that uh, the public know, knows nothing about. But you know, sharps know all these games. They set you know w- the distinction to me is you know what is a sharp better. Yes, they have win at a high rate. Yes, they've been in the game in a long time with a lot of experience. Um, yes, they have the respect to the sports books. Yes, they're usually betting big money on these games. But the key is that they're betting with an edge, and the other key is that a lot of sharps set their own lines. So they have a lot of systems. You know, we're in a, a, an age now with so much math, sabermetrics, you know, nerds left and right. Um, I say that in a good way because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a line movement and a data analytics nerd as well. But they can spit you know, they have, they have models where they can just put in two teams and it'll give them what the number should be based on their power rankings, formulas, um, head-to-heads, everything like that. So when we look at Fair, uh, Fairfield versus Maris, you know, people are going to bet this game just by, you know, who's at home, who's got the better record, whereas True Sharps are setting their own lines and they're saying, okay, you know, I open this, uh, my book says this should be a four-point game, the line's two and a half, okay, there's some value there. So obviously you always got to do your homework, but I think especially on nights like tonight, I love it. You know, I think your first inclination is, oh, man, this sucks. No NBA. You know, I'm one of the only people who bets hockey, and there's only four hockey games. And I have only 16 games in college, but they're all small games. I don't want to bet on them, and a lot of them aren't aren't on TV. But actually, that plays to your benefit because, um, you know, another mistake casual bettors make is, you know, they only bet games that they can watch and they're on TV. But um, obviously it's much more fun to watch a game and sweat it and root for it. But uh, if you cash – uh, whether or not you watch it or not, if it still cashes, that's uh, that's the moral of the story. So, would you rather watch a great game and lose at the end, or would you not want? Would you rather not wa- not watch a game, have no idea what's going on, maybe track it on your app and cash at the end? I'd much rather cash it. Although uh, you know I love the sweat. Um, but let's get after it, guys. So let's start breaking down our spots for tonight. Um, I do want to remind you guys, as always, make sure that you are on Twitter. Twitter is so important for a sports better. Um, you know, I think it's it's key not just 
putting stuff out, but getting stuff in, getting information, getting, um, being able to track uh, beat reporters from different um, from different teams, being able to uh, follow different sports books, follow information store- sources. It's really really important. Uh, put that tool in your tool chest. But um, Veasan.com uh, is our website, and at Veasan Live is our Twitter handle. So follow at Veasan Live, and you can always follow me at Josh underscore Insights. I N S I G H T S Market Insights. Um, let's uh, let's get after it, guys. I want to start off today looking at the most heavily bet games of the night. So first one I want to look at is uh, Yale and Princeton. So obviously this is a um, an Ivy League game, and it's the most heavily bet game of the night. It's a seven o'clock game, and right off the bat, of course today we're always going to look at win loss records and see where the public is at. It's pretty uh, it's pretty simple here when you first look at. Um, the data for this game because you have Yale coming in. Um, let me see. Let me dial up my stuff. Uh, 17 and five, great record overall. Princeton is 10 and nine. Yale is great against the spread, 15 and five ATS. Princeton is 10 and eight, so profitable. Uh, but right off the bat, it's that much better record for Yale, a 17 and five team against a 10 and nine team. Who's the public going to go with in the most heavily bet game of the night? They're going Yale here all the way. So this is your most heavily bet game of the night. This is also your most one of your most lopsided games of the night. Only one out of four bets is backing Princeton. So you have a situation here in a night with not a lot of games where everyone's loading up on Yale because they're a better record. Um, they do remember Yale, you know, making the tournament um, you know, last, uh, you know, here, here and there last few years. Um, and Princeton, I think there's kind of a, um, even though they're both Ivy League, it's like Princeton is kind of like the, um, I don't know, the, the not as athletic, not as good Ivy League team or Yale kind of um, is kind of like the mini Harvard with basketball. But um, Yale getting all the betting, most heavily bet game of the night. Yale opens minus four and a half, four and a half point road favorite. And guess what? The line's down to three and a half. So you guys are sharp as a tech. You know what this means. Anytime the betting line moves in the opposite direction of the betting percentages, and basically the line goes away from the popular side toward the unpopular side. The books aren't just being nice. They're not just handing out a better number to Yale backers. They're not saying, oh, you like Yale laying four and a half? How about you lay three and a half? I'm a nice, I'm a nice guy. I work for a sports book. Let me give you a better number. No. The book is in the business of making money. Anytime they move a line, there's a reason behind it. They move the line to Princeton because Sharps got down on Princeton, plus four and a half. Uh, also at plus four, it's now down to three and a half. So really, really sharp line move there toward Princeton. Princeton at home, um, getting uh, getting the points. Great, great value here. And also, it's a uh, classic conference dog situation, where um, you know conference dog rivalry aspect line move in their favor. And also, Princeton uh, been playing well here. You know they um, coming off win against Columbia. They've won four of their last five. Um, really good buy opportunity here on Princeton. So I think there's a there's a lot of value here. Princeton is 5 and 3 um, ATS at home as well. So uh, go Princeton. Uh, second game of the night, Davidson at St. Bonaventure. This is your second most heavily bet game of the night. I think you have some value here on Davidson. This line opened at uh, St. Bonaventure laying 4, so a 4-point favorite at home. And again, one loss records. Let's see uh, let's see who the public is going to lean on here. If you take a look, um, Davidson 12 and 11, the Bonnies 17 and 8. So much better record for the Bonnies. Public's going to go Bonnies, especially at home. You know, to me, on a Friday night, if you have a better record than your opponent, if you're at home and you're a favorite, automatic public play. Who knows really nothing about these matchups? You also have a great buy low opportunity here with Davidson, where um, it's a good ATS versus bad ATS. So St. Bonnie, uh, they're 15 and 9 against the spread. 
if public has bet on St. Bonnie, they've covered and made them money. Whereas Davidson is 10 and 13 ATS. So if you bet on Steph Curry's alma mater, you've lost some money this year. So that's built into the cake. I think, you know, when you're becoming a contrarian better, you got to learn how to, how to look at trends and look at data differently. You got to try to not think of it as an average Joe. An average Joe says, you know, Bonnie's have covered a lot. Davidson has not covered a lot. So obviously I'm going to take the Bonnie's there. But you got to remember, you're not betting on who's going to win. You're betting on who's going to cover the spread, and you're always betting on value. And you can always extract additional value when one team covers a lot, the other team doesn't. That's built into the line. That's baked into the bias. So obviously, so actually buying low on a team that has not covered a lot versus selling high on a team that has covered a lot, that just extracts even more value here. So push that aside. This is still a contrarian sharp play toward Davidson. The Bonnies open as a four-point home favorite, and they are getting two-thirds of bets, so your second most heavily bet, second most lopsided game of the night. And a lot of these uh, books have opened at four, stayed at four, so sharp line freeze. Some books even have tipped three, uh, you know, t- ticked down to three or even three-and-a-half throughout the day. You can shop for the best line. I'm seeing a couple outliers here still at four-and-a-half, but it's minus 115. So if you can get a four-and-a-half with Davidson, I think that's that's a great value play. And we did see it yesterday. Um, if we were talking about that Drexel game, the importance of shopping for the best line, getting the best number. Drexel was six down to five and a half. Some books were, uh, I think they closed at five. Drexel lost by five. So getting that hook is really, really important. And this is why having multiple outs, shopping for the best line, getting better numbers uh, is really, really important. Uh, and by the way, shout out to Indiana. How about those Hoosiers last night? Jimmy Chitwood, raining down threes, 89-77. Great cover for Indiana. Um, Longwood, where my Longwood backer's at. Um, it was about even last night in college hoops, but uh, really NBA carried us. But uh, Arizona State was also a big one, plus three down to uh, plus two and a half. So that was a that was a nice hit. Um, but yeah, Bonnie's sharp line freeze, sharp reverse line move. Uh, you did see a little bit to the under. It opened at 133. Uh, it's down to 130. So I worry a little bit that some value is gone there with that line move, but um, it does look like uh, Sharps did hit the under a little bit in that one. Now we're getting into some of these obscure games. Really, Yale, Princeton, Davidson, St. Bonnie's, those are the two most heavily bet games by far tonight. And now you're getting into, um, we're still going most bet to least bet, but these are kind of these are all kind of lumped down a little bit below because the other thing about Friday is, um, you know, public bettors aren't betting these games early in the morning. You know, they're probably betting them, Later in the day when they get off work, and I think, you know, the importance of looking for um, late movement, obviously when limits are highest, but uh, also trying to pounce on some of these numbers before they fall. Like if you can get Davidson four and a half, you know, this is going to close at four, maybe three and a half. So um, that's the the key with with getting, you know, it's not just about picking the right side, but getting the best number and timing is everything. Uh, But now we get into these kind of lower back games. Manhattan, Iona, really pretty uh, sharp play here to Manhattan. And you're also getting some smart money here to the over. Uh, kind of makes sense. Looks almost too good to be true, which is uh, the kiss of death here. But Manhattan is 11 and 10. Iona is 7 and 12. Uh, Manhattan is 11 and 10 ATS. Iona is 5, 13 and 1. Uh, both teams are on a winning streak here. Iona's won two in a row. Manhattan has won three in a row. But this line opened uh, Iona as a three and a half point home favorite, and the line is now down to two and a half, and some looks even at two. So you saw Sharps get down here on Manhattan early at plus three and a half, plus three, causing that line to fall. Uh, Manhattan would match as a road conference dog, which we always love, those rivalry aspects, those road uh, undervalued roads uh, situations. But also the over, 
Open at 134. It's up to 135. Uh, kind of just looking at um, splits here. Both teams are averaging 64, 68 a game. Manhattan only gives up 63, but Iona gives up 72. And both teams are profitable to the under, 12 and 9 and 11 and 8. So it's kind of that buy low situation where both teams tend to go under, and yet this total is rising. To me, I always love it when you have two teams that go under a lot, and public is either split or leaning under, and yet the total's rising. Tells you that that's pure sharp action there. So uh, Manhattan getting points and the over in that one, both getting hit with some smart money. Uh, Buffalo and Toledo. Saw a little bit of smart money here to the under. It opened 154.5, one of the highest totals, I think the highest total of the day. Uh, it's down to 154. You do have some juice under minus 115. Looks like it may fall even even uh, down to 153.5. But smart money to the under. We do have our totals 150 or higher. They're 54% this year. And you did see some under money um, come in uh, at 154.5 when it first opened. Um, it's it's kind of tough with the spread here because um, the majority bets are on Buffalo, but Toledo opened minus 2.5, and, and it's still 2.5. And actually, some books are juicing up the 2.5, minus 115 toward Toledo at home. Uh, so Ken Palm has this game as a Toledo four-point win. So I lean a little bit there with Toledo. Uh, I don't think there's a crazy edge either way. I think the under uh, high total that falls spot has some value. Um, but I lean Toledo there just from a um, – technically, you have about two-thirds of bets on Buffalo, even though it's a low-bet game. But um, two-thirds of bets Buffalo, yet – Lines stay the same, and you do have a little liability to Toledo. So I uh, lean a little bit there, Toledo, but not a huge edge. Uh, Fairfield Maris, talking about this matchup earlier. I think you have a sharp spot here to back Fairfield. It's a low bet game. It opened at Maris, minus 2.5 at home, and stayed 2.5, but the juice is trending toward Fairfield, and Fairfield is a conference road dog. Um, if you take a look, a lot of sharps hit Fairfield early. Um when Fairfield was actually some books, some actually it was three down to two and a half at most books, and a lot of sharps hit Maris uh, hit Fairfield at plus three. Fairfield nine and fourteen, Maris is six and fifteen. Uh, Fairfield fourteen and nine ATS, Maris eleven and ten ATS. Um, but Fairfield's lost two in a row, and Maris has won two of their last three. So I think it's a buy law opportunity to back Fairfield uh, with line kind of moving in their favor. And also, the over in this one, open 115, it's up to 116.5 or even 117. And I have a pretty good system here. When the total is 120 or less and it rises at least a point, the over is 15 and 8 this year, 65%. It's 55% historically. So a little fair field action, a little over action there. Uh, Quinnipiac and St. Peter's. This line is this uh, this game was so sharp for Quinnipiac. I, uh, I I popped open my live odds page and cut my finger and started bleeding all over my keyboard. But Quinnipiac, super sharp tonight. Low bet game. This line open at St. Peter's uh, seven point favorite or six and a half point favorite. The line's all the way down to five. I'm seeing some books go to four and a half. It looks like it may even go to four. Sharps love Quinnipiac tonight. I don't know what it is about Quinnipiac, but they keep hitting them. Both these teams are 11 and 11, identical records, but uh, St. Peter's much better. ATS 15 and 7, Quinnipiac 12 and 10, but Quinnipiac's lost three in a row, and St. Peter's has won four of the last five. So great buy low opportunity to uh, back a hungry Quinnipiac. And by the way, here's a trivia question: Did you know Quinnipiac's mascot, the Quinnipiac Bobcats, the St. Peter's Peacocks? Uh, craziness, but uh, super sharp play to Quinnipiac. 
plus seven, plus six and a half, all the way down to five or even four and a half. Have a ton of systems here. Road conference dog, line move, um, betting against a good ATS team. Also, the under's gotten hit. I worry this moves has moved a ton, but it was around 137, uh, 136 and a half, all the way down to 132. So ton of smart money there, but Quinnipiac really looking good. Uh, Akron and Central Michigan, sharp play to Central Michigan. Sign open at Akron, a five-point road favorite. Uh, look at the records, Akron 18 and 6, Central Michigan 13 and 10. Public automatically going to go Akron. They've won two in a row. Central Michigan has lost two in a row. But a great move to Central Michigan. Open at Akron minus five. It's down to four. It's down to three and a half at a lot of books. So you're really seeing that that line fall uh, toward Central Michigan, even though public is uh, pretty heavy here on uh, on Akron. Also, the total looks pretty good to the under. Open 155. It's down to 152 and a half. Some looks are even 151 and a half. So that'll be our high total that falls about 54% this year. Uh, so CMU, a live dog, and uh, the under in that one. Denver and South Dakota State, a rare sharp overplay. It opened at 148.5. Uh, it's up to 150. It's a low bet game, but again, only pros are betting it. And you've seen a lot of smart money hit pretty early when it was 148.5, 149, 149.5. That was kind of your last move to the over. But both these teams, um, Denver and South Dakota State, they're averaging about 68, 77 a game, giving up 75, 69 a game. Uh, Denver 17 and 7 to the over. South Dakota State is 12 and 10. Um, so you have a uh, kind of a buy opportunity here. Also Denver, if you want to sweat Denver, they've lost like what five, seven games in a row. South Dakota has has won three straight. This line opened South Dakota minus 15 and a half. It's only down to 14 and a half or 14. So it'll be a big road conference dog with a line move in their favor. So um, so those always kind of worry me a little bit. A huge spread like that. Um, you know, in a, in a low bet game, but you are seeing Denver with a little line movement in their favor uh, as a conference road dog. Let's see, Ken Palm has this as a 17-point game, so that does scare you. Open 15 and a half down to 14. Uh, Uwe Pui, IUPUI, and Northern Kentucky. Similar situation here where Northern Kentucky opened 17. The line is down to 15 and a half, um, minus 17 down to minus 15 and a half. So IUPUI getting a little smart money there. Um, this may have some value. Ken Palm has as a 16-point game, so you're really right on the edge there. But road conference dog, Ui Pui, line move in their favor. Um, also, it looks like the under has some value. Open 148. It's down to 146.5, so that total is uh, is falling. This is also a big spread that falls. Remember that when the total is, um, let's see, one, uh, based on the opener, yeah, when it's, uh, like 150 or higher, 15-point favorite or more at home, that under does seem to hit at a pretty good rate. Last move to the under was 147. Uh, Ryder and Sienna, sharp play here to Ryder. Ryder barely newer. Uh, minus 5.5 Sienna, down to 5, even though uh, majority of bets here are on Sienna. Ryder 14-9, and 9, Sienna 11-10. and 10. But um, you can, I think you can buy low here on Ryder. This one uh, I think is kind of a really low-bet game with a lot of value. Pros really like Ryder. Hit him plus five and a half. Even hit him at plus five. And now it looks like it's going down to four and a half. It's a really good buy law opportunity. Um, kind of a, uh, a road conference dog, short spread, line move, uh, pro game there. Monmouth and Canisius. A little bit of smart money here to Monmouth. Canisius open minus one and a half. They're down to one. It's a super low bet game. Um, 
so you can uh, you can back Monmouth as a conference road dog. A little bit to the over as well, 146.5 up to 149. So you did see some pro money hit that over uh, a couple different times. Uh, keep on cruising, Brown and Pennsylvania. I think you have a, um, a buy-all opportunity here on Brown. Uh, this line opened at Penn minus 7, and the line has stayed at 7, even though you have some public betting on Penn here. Penn is 12-7, and seven. Brown is 11-8. and eight. This is a classic uh, buy-low, sell-high ATS where Penn State or uh, Pennsylvania is 12-6 and six ATS. Brown is 6-11 and 11 ATS. Uh, Brown's won four games in a row. Conference road dog, buy low, sell high, bad ATS, good ATS, road conference dog, uh, getting Brown at seven. You may get a seven and a half. If you can shop for the best line, get a seven and a half. I think there's a ton of value there uh, on Brown getting the points. Uh, keep on cruising, Columbia and Dartmouth. A little bit here to Columbia. Dartmouth open as a six-point home favorite. The line is down to five and a half, so make sure even not at five. Um, both teams are pretty bad. Dartmouth is seven and 14. Columbia is six and 16. Uh, both teams have lost a ton of games in a row, uh, but grabbing the points there with uh, Columbia, if you can get five and a half, some books are five now, uh, some value there. A little bit to the over. It opened at 127, 128, and now it is up to 131 or even 131 and a half. So a little value there. Uh, Cornell and Harvard, you've seen some Cornell smart money. Harvard opened minus 13 and a half at home, and the line is now down to 12 and a half. So uh, seeing some value there to the road team. Ken Palm has as a 13-point game, so you're right on the edge. thing with uh, Ken Palm is uh, usually they're right on it, but you can once in a while see some uh, a little uh, little value, um, kind of a discrepancy between his projections and what the odds makers say. Uh, and remember, Ken Palm is just a resource. Don't live and die by it. Um, that's really not the way it should be utilized. To me, it's do your research on your own and then kind of look at that last and then you say, ooh, there's some value there, or, uh, you know, there, it may be against it. And maybe you still take, to me, I would I would still always lean with data in your homework. Um, that's just another resource. Don't make that be your one and only. Uh, a little bit to the under there, Cornell Harvard, though. It opened 138 and have it's down to 137. So we've seen a little smart money hit that under. Last move was 137. Um, and, uh, and that's about it for tonight. But, yeah, two big games here. Uh, sharp money Princeton, sharp money Davidson. And uh, let's see, you're talking about them all, but Manhattan, uh, Quinnipiac, so so sharp I cut my finger, and uh, and Ryder, tons tons of good spots tonight, guys. Let's flip it over to NHL. There are four NHL games here. A um, couple caught my eye. It was kind of a hit and miss last night. Did get um, Nashville and the Caps capture down and battle back, um, but disappointing there. Anaheim, St. Louis blew it in overtime. Uh, CBJ lost by one. Uh, Toronto lost, so two and four night, not great. Um, but really, NBA carried us and uh, a couple of good hits in college. So uh, what are we looking at for tonight? Only four games. A couple that did catch my eye, though. Uh, Columbus back to the well. Columbus and the Rangers are both on the second leg of a back-to-back. So both are tired. And usually when both are tired, that does benefit the favorite. Uh, also, it's a buy-low, sell-high where New York has won three in a row. Columbus has lost three in a row. And you have a good line move to Columbus. The Jackets open minus 125. They're all the way up to minus 150. I mean, maybe uh, maybe they open a little closer to minus 130-ish, 140. But line's moving in their favor. And this is a um, uh, back-to-back spot, both back-to-back teams to the favorite. And uh, you do have a little bit here. Buy low, sell high, where Rangers are plus 8. Columbus is um, plus 8 as well. But Columbus is pretty good at home, 18-10-3. And, and off that big losing 
losing skid. I think you get a good buyback opportunity here. Um, Pittsburgh and Montreal. I think you have some value here on Pittsburgh. Uh, scary thing is lines moving a little bit to Montreal, but Montreal is dead even zero goals for goals against Pittsburgh's plus 32. Uh, Montreal 14, 10 and three on the road. Pittsburgh's great at home 19, five and four. And they just had a pretty good trade for uh, Jason Zucker. I wanted the Bruins to get him, but uh, rest advantage here for Pittsburgh. They uh, are off three days rest. Montreal is only off two. And uh, I think you're, uh, you're buying low on Pittsburgh at home there even, and you're buying low in terms of kind of the line opened at minus, 190, it's down to 180. I think it's going to go tick back up. Um, but Pittsburgh uh, at home against Montreal. And then maybe your top spot of the night, although uh, it's uh, you're laying hell of a number here, but Carolina matching a ton of systems here against New Jersey. Carolina opened minus 230. They're all the way up to 260. And uh, this matches a ton of rest first tired. You have uh, Devils on the second leg of a back-to-back, and Carolina's been off since the 11th, so three days rest. Also, Devils are off a win. Columbus, uh, Carolina's off a loss. So it matches that uh, couple of really good systems that we talked about early, earlier in the year where um, it's a rested versus a tired, but the rested team is off a loss. So they've had to stew on that, motivate them, whereas the tired team's off a win, so maybe they're more lackadaisical. Um, that's a uh, good opportunity to back Carolina. Uh, minus 260 is a hell of a number, but minus 1.5 is about even money. So I think there's some value there. Uh, but there we have it, guys. The uh, first Valentine's Day edition of the VEASAN Market Insights pod is in the books. Um, I do want to uh, invite everyone to uh, join us on the Lombardi line this weekend. We'll be uh, starting at 9 a.m. Eastern time like we always do. We'll be available on Nessun. We'll be uh, uh, on TV and we'll be live streamed on the VEASAN.com website. Make sure you follow at VEASAN Live. But uh, it's going to be a big weekend for college hoops. I'm really excited for the college hoops slate tomorrow. And really, Saturday's wall-to-wall college basketball. So if you're betting college hoops tomorrow, you got to tune into the Lombardi line. We have 138 games. We'll be breaking down them all. Uh, and we really have no NBA. We'll hit on a little bit of um, XFL, a little bit of um, NBA All-Star Game stuff. But really, it's going to be all college hoops. So I'm excited to really um, just get deep into college hoops tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but that is Lombardi line, 9 a.m. Eastern until 12 noon, both tomorrow, Saturday, and on Sunday. Um, And as always, you guys know uh, that the Market Insights pod never ends. And if you're ever interested in learning more about the philosophies and the strategies that we talk about on the podcast, I have a book that goes way in depth on everything I'm telling you. And you can use it as a um, a resource, kind of a Bible. Um, You can write in the margins, whatever you want to do. But um, really, I've been in the industry about 10 years. And uh, funny funny enough, um, Simon & Schuster reached out to me about two years ago. He said, are you interested in writing a book? And I said, hell yeah, I am. Um, And I kind of just did it. And uh, I didn't realize how hard it would be, but um, it debuted almost one year ago. And I really put everything I've ever learned in the industry into that book. And it's going to teach you how to recognize sharp action, how to locate smart money, uh, how to read line movement, which to me, one of the biggest keys in sports betting is being able to read line movement. If you can read line movement, that is more than half the battle. Um, how to set up your bankroll management strategy, how and why to go contrarian, tips and strategies for all the major sports, how to bet in person, how to open up and shop for the best line and bet on, uh, you know, offshore, online, everything. It's all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. It's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And uh, don't you know it's a great Valentine's Day gift, even if it's a day late? Um, but, yeah, guys, if you're interested, it would, uh, it would make my day. And uh, it will give you a lot of tips if you're new. 
if you're in a newly legalized state, and it'll also uh, give you some tips if you're a sharp and you just need maybe a couple more systems to uh, give you a couple more wins throughout the year. Uh, but that's it, guys. Have an excellent weekend. Hope to see you on the Lombardi line. Have a excellent Valentine's Day, whatever you end up doing tonight, going out, staying in, doing something nice for a loved one, or treat yourself if you've uh, if you've been good this year. But uh, hope you have a great, fantastic time. If you drink, do not drive. Call an Uber. Um, and, uh, and I hope you have a great time tonight, guys. But good luck. Stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Uh, Market Insights Pod will be back on Monday. Have an excellent weekend. I will see you at the window. But when I see you at the window, you better not have a, a ticket that has a parlay on it. Always avoid parlays. The penny slot of sports betting. Have a great weekend, guys. Good luck. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.